Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, got really fast. I feel like we get slightly better every week or way worse. You'll have to let us know, but it would not be Pretty Little Liars without our singing. So hello, AfterBuzzers, and welcome to another Pretty Little Liars After Show. Um, we are streaming tonight live on YouTube and over there, Roxy and Heather are handling the live stream. As you can tell, we have Roxy in, but I'll let her introduce herself in a moment. I'm s- <laughs> She's so excited. So I'm excited. so excited to have her. Um, but uh, I also want to tell you, so streaming live on YouTube, and you can also comment and let us know what you're thinking on SoundCloud and iTunes. We read them all, love commenting on everything, and you can also always reach us on Twitter. And I'm Stephanie Wanger, and my Twitter is at Stephanie Wanger. Keeping it easy for you guys. Hi guys, I'm Roxy Stryer. I am just the most excited ever. You guys know I'm obsessed with this show, and I can't believe you guys are having me on the panel. I, this is like the most excited I've ever been for an after show. Um, you guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer, and thank you guys. Of course, we are so excited to have you. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter at Heather Joy Smith. I'm also chatting on the live chat right now, so talk to us. Yes, I, we want to hear from you, especially tonight. There was so much going on. I feel like I say it every week, but this show, there's never like a low-key episode. There's always something happening, and it's crazy, but it is, of course, season six already, episode five, um, and it is called Say Cheese, and we know why, because Arya and her new... I'm gonna call him Boy Toy, even though she kind of rejected him. Clark, uh are all in the photo lab now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but A wasn't very friendly and clearly didn't say cheese for the camera, so... I mean, we didn't get A's full <laughs> reveal. but Not I, willingly, at least. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We do get um, a silhouette of A, I mm-hmm. would say. Uh, yeah. We learn that it's, in fact, or we assume it's a girl. It could still be a guy in a wig. Totally. I think it was more of the bust that gave it away. Yeah, they kept bringing up the bust. Okay. Saying, oh, that's Leslie's bust. That looks like her bust. Uh, do you think it's Leslie, though? I mean, it could be at, at this point. That would definitely be a huge, you know, turn, I think, in the show at this point. Yeah, game changer. Yeah. Totally. I didn't see... I know, it would completely be a game changer, but I can't imagine her. Just her whole character doesn't seem that way. Like, she wants to distance herself so far from it, and I feel like if you were in it, you would you wouldn't be trying to distance yourself. I always wonder, and maybe you guys know the answer to this, maybe not, uh, who do they have playing A all of the time? Like, who is the actor that is behind, in that picture, in that photograph, or in the hoodies, or doing all those post scenes? Like, who who is actually doing that? I'm assuming, we. I don't have an answer to that as, like, an actor's name. Right. I'm assuming <laughs> there has been one person over the course of the series. You think it's been one person? Really? Oh, my oh. God. They've been in every episode. Yeah. yeah. They're getting no credit. Um, <laughs> Man, that would, I hope they're at least getting paid well. That really sucks. <laughs> but I was going to say that I, I would think, though, once it's revealed, it, you'll be able to see, like, blah, blah, blah on their IMDb profile. It'll show, you know, all these hundreds of episodes that Pretty Little Liars have done. They'll 
<laughs> they're auditioning for the job, and Pretty Little Lies is like, you can have this job for seven years, but you get no credit until the very end. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe it's just whoever, an extra that they pull for the week, or I, I have no idea how it works. It's a great question. I honestly kind of see them being like, yo, you standing there at craft services, come here for one second. Just like, mm-hmm. put on this hoodie, and we just need you for one second. And this week, they were like, alright, what's your your size? Okay, no, yeah, yeah that kind of looks like it could be Leslie. Yeah, let's pull you in this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could see that too, but I feel like, um, or maybe a very dedicated PA production as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, a PA for seven years. I would do that. Yeah. To be A? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Jojo Beef said Charles stands for the names of all the people on the A team. I think that would be so interesting if they actually did that, like, C, H, yeah. like each person, right? That would be fascinating. Very. Huh. So, look. What a crazy use of an acronym. What about the yeah. girls, though? It's got Aria, Spencer, Emily, Ch- Hannah. Charles. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god. god! They're all in there. Oh my god! They are. But who are the others then? I don't know. Sarah? But Sarah and Spencer, maybe they both are ass. This is brilliant. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They're just cracking the, like, Charles code? Yeah. There you go. I'm freaking out kind of right now. Am I um, freaking out unnecessarily or am I freaking whole, out for good reason? That, oh my god. It could. It could be. Or like, Charles isn't really the person's name. They're just like, they came up with all their names together or something. Mm. Wait, so what letters are we missing then? An L, Charles, L, Leslie. <gasps> I don't know. Oh my gosh. I'm going crazy. Wait, but Mona? No, she's not in there. Yeah. So, I mean, I love mm. the theory, but... <laughs> Poking holes in my theory. I know. I'm sorry <laughs> to do it. I was trying to like play. Yes. I was like, wait, Mona. Where's Mona? But maybe Mona is not. She's involved in some other way. I mean, yes, she's been tormented, but she was not like in that lair or mm. in her, you know, in the dollhouse. And who is C? CC. People in the chat are saying CC. She could be CC. Sorry. Guys, CC. If it ends up being CC in the end, we have predicted that so many times I on know. this show. We haven't seen her for a while either. Yeah, I feel like she's due back on the show soon. She uh, has to be. I, oh yeah. Well, I think that everybody they're they're saying that in season six and seven that we'll see a lot of old faces and also a lot of new ones. And but sorry, you were going to say something. Just Rodder thirteen said that he um, they said the Charles abbreviation theory like three weeks ago. So I want to give credit where credit is due. I swear I didn't see it anywhere else. Sorry, I'm giving credit to you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we see a lot of new faces, and I want to go back. I know we got off on our who is A, and that is obviously the big question of the show and what we talk about every week, but Aria and Clark, we talked about it kind of as we were watching a bit, but Clark, good guy, bad guy. Where where are we on? on? I'm feeling a little bit of shadiness. On him. So, part of the A-team, part of police corruption, part of... Where is he being shady? I don't know. I feel like he just kind of came in and was this person that just popped up in Arya's life. Kind of unexpected, yet he knew exactly who she was. Didn't reveal that he knew who she was. And then it kind of came out after he asked her out and kind of got dissed, like... When she said no. Like, if you know that much about her, you should know her dating history, right? I, yeah. I started to wonder if he's somebody who becomes obsessed with women. Like, if you were to go and see his home, it would be, like, a scary thing of, like, his exes and women that he's just become obsessed with over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because that's kind of the sense I got of it. It wasn't so much that I think he's part of that A thing or obsessed right. with Arya specifically. Like, specifically, but just, like, had this tendency to be obsessed. I don't necessarily think of Arya as a broken person, but I think one would assume anyone who went through a situation like this is partially broken. Right. So he was drawn to her with that assumption, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which makes me question his motives, certainly. Totally. Also, knowing this show, we've got a lot of characters we don't know about right now. So we've got Lorenzo. We have Clark. We have Sarah, who we don't know that much about. We have Maddie the Dancer. I don't know what else to call her. The girl in the dream. Mm -hmm. Um, We have all these people. One of them is not on our team. 
We can't just have all of these people on our team. So if I had to guess which one, I don't know. I think it'd be it, Clark might take the cake on this. See, I'm more in the Lorenzo sketchy mm. team over here that I feel like Lorenzo is not out for the best reasons. He's not there to support Allie, certainly. But we will get into all of these uh, these topics and these people in a little bit. But first, I wanted to let you guys know that you know this already, that we do all of our programming for free here at AfterBuzz. You can access everything, as I mentioned, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Uh, but because of that, I wanted to give it over to Roxy, who has a special mes- message from Mazda. Absolutely. So does driving matter to you? There's over 4 million miles of road in the U.S. to find out. That's a lot of ground to cover. A lot of highways, freeways, wrong ways, long ways. They're all there waiting to be driven on. So do you take that left turn at Albuquerque or just keep on going? Do you wake up early Sunday morning for a drive before the traffic does? Or do you take the long, winding road home for a change? Driving matters to you. Just get out and drive. Why? Because driving matters. Mazda. Thank you, Roxy. Of course. Um, so that being said, let's jump into Spencer and Dean, who... I think Dean, actually, out of all the new characters, is someone that I am not questioning as deeply as some of the others. He feels like kind of on the up and up. They met at a, I guess not met, they seem to have already known each other in some capacity, but ran into each other at an AA meeting. I feel like he's authentic and we have to trust him because he wasn't pursuing her. He just Mm -hmm. happened to be there, she showed up, and if they knew each other before, then that kind of sparked the interest again. But I feel like he didn't, like, go out and be like, oh, Spencer, you know? So I feel like we can trust him a little bit more. Right. I want you guys at home to correct us if we're wrong, but I don't think we have actually seen him before. It was just implied that they were together. But if we have, definitely uh, say something. But you guys know that I came over from the Vampire Diaries after show, so I already have, like, the biggest feelings in the world for this actor. I think he's amazing, and I'll watch him on that show. I'll watch him over here. He was kind of manipulative on that show, so I, I, I got that gut feeling when he came on, like, uh-oh. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know whether it's because of that or what it's because, but I would like to think he's a good guy. Uh, I would love him to be a plot device to help Spencer out because we have seen her struggle with addiction for so long now, and I think that's realistic, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, Spencer, girlfriend, you got some real big things to deal with right yeah. now. Like, I need us to get it together because you are not in the right state of mind. And you can't help with this A thing when you're sitting there and you're high on your pop brownies. Mm-hmm. You just yeah. can't. I completely agree with you that it's something that I would love to see Spencer get a handle of. And I think it's all obviously always going to be a challenge for her at this point because we've seen this over the course of seasons that she's not always able to stay sober. But... That being said, oh, do you have Yeah, a- we're being told in the chat, thank you for reminding us. So Dean was in a few ep- uh, a few episodes a few seasons ago as a sobriety coach. I just don't, there's so many characters in the show that come and go. I, I was trying I to, about that. what's so funny is that we talked about it when we were off camera and none of us could recall him. We'll have mm-hmm. to go back and watch those episodes. Right. Yeah. Thank you to Thank you. Jeff Flake's lover and Jamie and Rodder and all of you guys in there for, yeah. for helping us out. Yeah, I mean, that's huge because I will definitely go back this week and check that out. Um, that being said, though, what I found so interesting was they're both... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's just I remember remembering exactly as a sobriety coach um, that he lived with the Hastings for a little bit. Now it's all coming oh, back to right. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yes. thank you, Mark Murphy, in the chat. That's exactly what it was. Uh, yeah, that's so true. Yeah, we were watching with somebody who was like, "Wait, isn't that the artist?" And it's kind of true. They looked a little bit alike too. <laughs> Johnny. So. Oh, yeah. Johnny. A lot of people have lived with the Hastings at this point. Right. <laughs> I agree. But yeah, he did, and he was trying to help Spencer. And then didn't they have a kiss? The, mm. the sobriety. Mm. Let me know on chat or twi- tweet me the answer to that because I think they or they I had a moment. They, yeah, I think you might be right. They had a moment. You guys know I just binged through all of the seasons and I'm so obsessed. You would you would hope my brain was working functioning high enough to remember this if they kissed or not. But <laughs> we've seen Spencer have a few kisses with a few different right. people. Well, so I want to say there was a BuzzFeed article or a Bustle article about all the men of Pretty Little Liars and. There's a lot of them. There's so, been so many. Forgive us, but um, <laughs> we are going to figure that out. Well, um, that's why we have them in the chat. Yeah. I know. It's <laughs> between all of us. We can remember all these guys. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I do remember them having a moment. I don't know if they kissed. They fell asleep on the couch. Thank you from Paul, and oh, thank you amazing. for Frank in the chat. 
Um, somebody said that they slept together, but I think they mean like on the couch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Together. together, like yeah. hanging out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what I have to say though is that they're both in AA. He's he's a sobriety coach. Um, to hand him the pot brownies, maybe she was coming from a place of like you're my coach and you're supposed to take these and that's fine. But it just made me so nervous because you're literally handing another like prior addict. I thought the exact same thing. I thought he yeah. is for sure going to drive off and eat those cookies. I couldn't decide if he was going to eat them or get caught with them. Regardless, who knows if he's on probation a, or yeah. whatever it is, it's really not a good look. Throw out the window or something. Yeah, like, exactly. It's really, really bad. And I was thinking the same thing as you guys. If you have one alcoholic who has their sponsor, and instead of the you guys throwing out, you hand the bottle to your sponsor, and then the sponsor drives off by themselves with it, yeah. what the heck good is that? What yeah. are you guys thinking? It, not exactly. Well uh, yeah, it was like one of those things where I was like, what a temptation for him, or even, I mean, I wouldn't say worse, but it uh, like another outcome could be that he's pulled over for some driving offense or what mm-hmm. have you, and he's got pot literally in the front seat of his car, which seems like, like the worst of worst decisions. Right. I mean, the only thing is they were cookies, so they were concealed a little bit. So if he was to get pulled over, it wouldn't be so obvious. The yeah. smell, rather than though. just yeah, having true, rather than yeah. having like a open bottle. A booze right on your. I mean, I guess seat. we can go through this as to the goods and bads totally. of, all, of all of that. But what do you think about their romantic future or their future? Do you think they're, he's going to stick around the show? I guess is the bottom line question. Do we think Dean's going to stick around? Yeah, I really hope so. Uh, like you guys point out, if he's coming back, there's a reason they're bringing him back. They could have just brought in a new character. Uh, this is also a a relatively successful actor, so I, yeah. I would like to see him have more of an arc here. I don't really know your guys' opinion in general on Spencer's relationship, so uh, what do you guys think about her and Toby, and would you like to see this turn romantic, or what? Toby's been a sore spot, I would say, <laughs> yeah, in, for the, sure. in the panel. Um, that being said, I think that our thoughts were that Toby was not the best for her. It was kind of where we left it the last time we discussed it, if I recall. So properly. would you like to see her romantically get involved with Dean, or are you just talking about on a friendship. I think I need to see more of Dean. If he can be like a supportive, good guy to her, then I would have no issue with her being in a romantic relationship with him. But that being said, if he is kind of passing in the night, not that supportive, I think she really needs somebody who's like in her corner. A rock. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they wouldn't have brought him in at this point if he wasn't going to kind of continue on for a while and be that support system that she needs and especially i think with her handing him the cookies saying you got this like i trust you kind of moment i feel like that's gonna mean something here in the next few episodes Hmm. i hope so i really do yeah just because i think he's so cute and at this point i i'm no longer questioning his motives because like you said we walked in on him he was already there uh i i would love to see them go down some sort of fun path and and be each other's like you said support system and um not have spencer have to worry anymore about her boyfriend who's the cop and then he's not and then he's in her corner and then she can't tell him everything and then she has to hide things from him because he asked it whatever it is i want somebody who gets her and i think spencer needs like for lack of a better description I know a summer fling might be too light, but just to have fun in her life. She seems so bogged down in everything that's happened to her, and rightfully so. I'm not taking that away from her like anyone would be. But I just feel like fun for all these girls is kind of seems like it should be a priority at this point. They've been so stressed Mm -hmm. for so long. Yep, absolutely. Um, That being said, let's move on to Sarah, who is adding stress, I feel like, to these girls' lives. Um, And Emily kind of have this storyline tonight that... um, What did you think of the tattoo parlor? I want to jump to that for a second. I think it's weird. I just... I feel like Emily does have feelings for her and is trying to, like, please her and be friendly with her and get on her good side and I think she's kind of overcompensating for the fact that her mom or that Sarah overheard her and her mom talking about her a few episodes ago. I don't like this relationship at all. I think it's weird and I I don't trust it. Well, Sarah is like number one on my sketchy. Yeah, list. she's she, so sketchy. She and she seemed upset when she saw the text from Arya about that 
A was a woman and all this stuff. And I just can't figure out why that would so deeply upset her. I know, like, yes, they kept it a secret, but it it was like a bigger reaction than that. The truth is we don't know enough about her. And at this point, if she wasn't sketchy, we would know more about her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So I know she just went through this incredibly traumatic experience uh, experience and and I'm not trying to be judgmental so for somebody like Sarah to go out and to try to be emancipated and not be with her parents anymore and all of that and for her to feel like okay I'm free and I want to get a tattoo that to me is something I understand I think that that's a moment in your life where I don't know whether I necessarily would do that, but it's like, I understand. It was a bird coming out of its cage. It seemed meaningful. I get what you're doing. But then to almost pressure Emily into getting one, that's where I had a problem. Because yeah. Emily clearly didn't want one. Yeah. And she's a an adult, and she should be a big enough woman to say no. That being said, she likes her. She's clearly developing some sort of crush, and I felt bad. Tattoos are permanent, yeah. That's a silly reason to get one because somebody else tells you they think you should. It's one of those things where I just, their relationship kind of makes me, it's like a giant question mark when I write about it. I can't figure out why Emily feels this strongly about her. And I know they, again, the trauma of everything, it obviously heightens. I would imagine would heighten those feelings. Like, it might make you fall in love faster or break up faster, all those things. So I understand it from a realistic perspective, but on the show, I can't exactly figure out where their connection beyond being in that environment came from. Absolutely. <laughs> a really interesting point from the chat, uh, coming from a couple people, you, you noticed this. Yeah, so... You know, her tattoo was a bird coming out of a cage, mm-hmm. but we all thought resemblance coming, you know, out of your own, being caged up. Um, they're mentioning Tippy the bird. Remember from the episode? It's a great last point. season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Frank says that he thinks that she saw Tippy in the dollhouse. Um, other people just think it's a reference, but really, really interesting. I hadn't even thought about it. If it, that is the case, what does that mean? So my question then becomes, and thank you so much again to our chat for pointing this out. I love these guys. Yeah, this is amazing. They're amazing every week. They're incredible. Um, That being said, though, is she, oh, so was she part of, like, I'm still not convinced that she's not part of the A experience, the A team. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and watch, but now, now that they said that, I vaguely, vaguely remember either the finale episode or the first episode I think we heard the bird chirping while they were in the dollhouse, like, underground, like, looking. I don't remember what part now, but I vaguely, vaguely remember this now. Mm. Okay, we'll have to go back. So I have to go back and watch to make sure. But what I think about, though, is is she escaping being a part of this A, um, the A team, or is she escaping being tortured. I know that everyone's claiming that she's being tortured. Like, that's the assumption right now. I'm just not convinced that she wasn't there for another purpose. Because the, the girls didn't know she existed until the very until they were literally let out. What is the connection here? How is she clumped in with our girls? Because right. if she is being tortured, there's some reason she's down here with our girls. Otherwise, she is part of a whole other scheme that Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My mind is blown even thinking about going there. Well, I think last week on the show, I said, Sarah, we mentioned the aunt of... Oh, no. Um, There was an aunt that was mentioned that would visit um, Charles at Radley. Oh, yeah. It was... um, What? It was Allie's aunt. Allie's aunt, yes. Who would visit Charles at at Radley. Hmm. Different coasts. Aunt, aunt... Yes, there you I'm go. Thinking the little bug that crawls. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yes, as West Coast people say. <laughs> <laughs> so, and um, th- but I, my thought, the other thought I had about Sarah was that she could be that aunt's daughter, so Allie's cousin. Hmm. And that's how she's interconnected. And Allie may not know her because clearly Allie's family history is a little sorted. That's really interesting. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, that would be a definite, clear connection. Um, if it's not something like that, then I think that Sarah might be full of baloney and yeah. might be in on some of this. Yeah, I just, she is such a giant question mark to me that it makes me think she is 
not on the good side of this. She's not like with the girls. There's something else at play for her. Regardless about whether she is good or bad, do you guys think, because I've been reading a lot mm-hmm. of different blogs and whatnot, do you guys think this is too soon for Emily to jump back into a relationship with anybody? Because she has gone... A lot of these girls have, yeah. but Emily has gone from girl to girl to girl uh, with not too much of a break in between. I think where I'm at with the relationships almost across the board on this show is that these girls need to find people who are truly supportive of them. And if it's the right person, I don't really have an issue with them, okay. them being in a relationship. It's that I feel like oftentimes they're choosing not the best people. What do you think? It would be too soon for Emily? or? Yeah, I think so. I, I yeah. Not the best choice. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh. it's tough, I think, because, of course, you want to take time to, like, mourn that old relationship. But it's been a minute for her, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, but I feel like they're still not finished. Yeah. I, I mean, they're finished, but not finished, finished. Like, I don't feel like... That's the end of that. Right. We're getting a lot of Aunt Carol, Aunt Carol. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. It's <laughs> still going. Yeah. You guys are awesome. And That's- then a couple of people also tweeted or um, wrote in about the um, the bird and said the, the bird did sing the ringtone of Varjak, which spelled out Sarah on the phone number of the pizza box, and Varjak's number also spelled out Sarah Harvey. Yes, that was tweeted at us yeah. a number of times this week, and it was such an interesting theory. Wow. You guys are on your A game. Pun yeah. intended. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, our fans, the people who tweeted us, have the most amazing theories because we say it all the time, but we come in here immediately after watching the show. So when you can come up with these things that we miss, it's amazing and we absolutely want to hear from you and keep tweeting at us and um, yeah, right. it's phenomenal. I have admiration for you girls because after I watch the show by myself, typically I like sit there with my jaw on the floor. I can't speak for <laughs> half an hour at least. So you guys are crushing it. Um, before I forget though, I want to go back to Spencer and talk about the dance we briefly mentioned at the top of the show. This dance that is from the girls from Dance Moms, correct? Oh, it's, yes, uh, it, Maddie Ziegler. Ma- yes, and she's from Dance Girls or Dance, dance Moms. Moms. <laughs> sorry, Dance Girls, Dance Moms. She's sorry. also from a lot of the Sia videos. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's also been on Dancing with the Stars. She's a very familiar yeah. face in dance. I feel like right now, really familiar. And yeah. I have to say, I thought she did an incredibly strong job, but it was almost too familiar. It yeah. took me all of two seconds to be like, wait a second. Yeah, is it? She's is this a. And it, it was very, very theatrical to the point where I'm confused on where they're going with this. So mm-hmm. it, depending on how this storyline wraps up and where we get to, mm-hmm. I'm, I might be able to appreciate it a little more. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, I can't tell whether it's a memory or a dream sequence or what exactly is I going I also on. wondered if it was some hallucination when she was high. Right. Right. That's true, too. Yeah. And the fact that it was at Radley when they went down there. Yeah. It makes you wonder where is that coming from because it was not in the dollhouse where she's having all these flashbacks mm-hmm, the right. past couple episodes. So where is this coming from? Is this like way stored back? Like where yeah. is this coming from? Absolutely. And we also uh, we say in it that she looked like a young Allison and I didn't feel that way at all about her. I felt like she looked more like a young Spencer in that moment. I thought that I maybe thought so this was too. a repressed memory from yeah. a long, long time, time ago. Yeah. yeah. But something. why would she be in Radley that long ago? I don't, I don't know. think she was. I think you know how sometimes you take a bunch of different things like and she took the dollhouse and she takes Radley and she takes her past and you gotta put it all together. Um, I, I felt like that's we were piecing mm. things. Maybe so, if she was high, that was where you right. know her brain's not functioning correctly, so she's taking all these memories from all these different pieces and putting them together, and that's where that came from, Absolutely. possibly. And so when Hannah and Spencer go to Radley, and they immediately kind of find this room in their search for um, Charles' medical records, I felt like I was like, oh, well, that was an easy, like, matchup. Very pretty little liars right. with them. Like, oh, we got it. And then they find this CPR doll, I don't know how to better refer to that, mm-hmm. um, in that room, so so creepy creepy that it's like in water there's so much like odd there's 
so much oddness. I don't even know how to say that better. Why? Why is it in this water? There are so many questions yeah. here. Uh, why are these files placed like this? Why is there water in general? Why is this dull water? What is it covering? All yeah. those things. On top of the fact that, yes, there is paperwork for the fact that Charles donated his organs, but... Does that necessarily mean that Charles donated his organs? I don't know. Paperwork can lie. We've seen his grave now. We've seen the vines growing on it. We know something's been buried there for a long time, or at least the the um, foot, the footstone, the headstone's yeah. been there for a while. I'm still not completely convinced that he's dead. No, 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 no. We all kind of last week said we're pretty certain that I put it, I think, at 90% that he was still alive. What about after the organs, though? Or the paperwork organs. You can write that up. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I feel like there's been so many times that they're saying things have happened that didn't really happen. People are dead. People aren't really dead. Yeah. You never know. It's one of those things where, yeah, I don't know if there's no one there and it's just the, you know, the burial kind of it, it to make it look like someone's there. Or if they buried somebody else, that wouldn't be too shocking to me. There's a lot of things that could be that it's not Charles de Laurentiis in that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And jumping back for one second, just because you guys, again, in the chat are so freaking awesome. When we're talking about Maddie the Dancer, um, Laser Tiger thought that it was Leslie, which was really interesting. And then um, uh, Anita thought that it was Aria. A bunch of people thought it was Aria. Uh, and then they said that Emily took dance lessons when she was younger. So really... There's a lot of characters that these flashbacks Yeah, I've also do. heard it could be Bethany as well. Mm. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's a flashback that I hope we kind of get more of. Sometimes we it goes back and flashes back again because I want to see kind of a bigger picture of that. Right. Do we think that these two things have to do with one another then? Somehow Charles is connected to this dancing thing and this room is connecting them all? Or well, what is the correlation? What made me kind of think Leslie, actually was that we, in such a pretty little liar's way, they run into Mona when mm-hmm. they're there, and she's looking for Leslie's medical records. Leslie's losing it a little bit. Right, so Leslie, <laughs> yeah. we saw Leslie kind of go off the deep end tonight a bit. Just um, a bit. And to, like, maybe going back to Rattley a bit. I was um, not expecting that. No, because she always seems so, like, calm and collected. Right. We started the episode, and Leslie pops on, and I was like, oh, I think I'm done with this character. I'm not done anymore. Leslie, tell me all about you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she's well, obviously hiding something. Right. But that's actually what made me think she wasn't part of the whole A thing, is that she... Um, she seems a little too off her rocker in some ways to, like manage that like think about the um, amount of like effort you would have to do to do all of this stuff like mona type effort mm-hmm. and if I, I know what you're saying yeah right. if she's yeah. been in radley she could yeah. very well be off her rocker and still be and on. still be normal at the same time at yeah. this point i and i know that we will get more into this but i have a very very hard time believing that a is one single person because i don't care whether you are crazy or boy genius yeah. how on earth you pull all of this off well i think um again this is something we've discussed on the show but um have you ever seen um now You See Me, it's a magic movie. Mm-mm. Okay, so they have all these tricks that they do throughout the film. And then at the very end, you see kind of how they were able to accomplish all the tricks in like a very sped up right. format, but like how they did it all. And I would need that. If it was one single person, I would need to understand how they were able to control all Regardless, of Regardless, I still want that. Yeah. <laughs> I still want that moment to go... All the way back to the beginning. Well, it's a little bit like Gossip Girl in that sense. Yeah. Where yeah. there's one person you're wondering the whole time who it is. Now, in Gossip Girl, they weren't yeah. murdering people and, and setting them in car accidents and stuff. But it, it, there was that question. And on this show, it's on everybody's mind the yeah. whole time. How can you not think about it the entire time you're watching this? I'm I, suspicious of everyone. Yes, and I want to say one thing about Gossip Girl and how it differs from Pretty Little Liars. But if you have not seen the end of Gossip Girl, like, yeah. Tune out for thirty seconds. Okay, but when you're done, when you're done, so that they can watch, go like this. Spoiler alert! <laughs> All right, I will clap when I'm. So at the end, it's. Part- Wait, I haven't seen it yet. I'm just kidding. Okay, so Dan, who's part of the inner circle, mm-hmm. he, it, it was so 
it wasn't obvious that it was him, but like in the end, you could see how he was able to accomplish it all because it was really just blogging what he was doing. He could do it from his phone from anywhere, and like he was so in it that he was observing something and and you know writing about it. Where this, it feels like you would have to have a much larger situation to get it done. And now I'm going to clap so you keep watching us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it obviously it's crossed my mind before, too, though, if it could be one of the girls. If it could be somebody in this inner oh, circle. Oh, I mean, I feel like we've had people point the finger at Arya and Spencer for the most part. That's mm. been... Those have been the two girls that people have pointed their fingers at. Right, and so that they don't get caught, they do the same things themselves. And, oh, my God, I don't trust anybody on this show anymore. (laughs) No, and I also love, we we said this last week, but someone tweeted me a theory about that this show could be like the Truman Show, and Mm -hmm. that it is, like, all, like, pulled out. And mind blown. <laughs> yeah. Who are you, you genius? <laughs> yeah. Like, how phenomenal of an ending would that be that it's like the hills and it pulls out? It's so like, cool. Absolutely. Yeah. As long as they don't all wake up from a dream, yeah. then I'm That's okay. going to be the worst. No, yeah, that would They cannot me. do that. That no. would so frustrate me. And we have some news and gossip about how um, Shay Mitchell thinks the show will end or okay. would, like yeah. to, would like to see the show cool. end. Cool. Um, but I want to get back to this episode because there's so much right. in it. Um, Allie and Lorenzo. This mm. is, I really want to talk about them. Um, <laughs> love Roxy. Um, so <laughs> this is a, a couple now. They've kissed. Can we call them a couple? I don't well, know. That's the logic. Well, then. <laughs> well, fine. They're, they've kissed. We won't define them yet. They're interested in one another. They're definitely interested in one yeah. another. Uh, this is why I'm praying that Lorenzo isn't bad, because if if he is, Allison's going to have to swear off guys for the rest of her life. Like, yeah. it's just not going to work. But, oh, my God, it was the cutest little kid. They're so cute. I just, I think he just seems so sweet to her. Like, I think he really does mean well. I didn't, I didn't even know how badly I wanted them to kiss until they did, and I was I like, know. oh, my God, I wanted that. Yeah, I mean, it was funny, because I was kind of, not freaked out by it, but, like, was kind of against it uh, when he was first introduced. I was like, oh, are we going down this route where she's going to get in with a police officer? Like, we already have Toby. Like, oh, okay. And then, kind of when I saw their connection, I wasn't as opposed to it, but I still think he's super sketchy. So I think in the end, it's going to be a terrible choice for her. So (laughs) on a scale from Roxy, who totally loves it, to Allison's dad, who was about to punch Lorenzo in the face... I'm a straight up five. Okay. <laughs> like I'm, I'm right, in the, right in the middle. You're just gonna play it safe for now. No, I and think you're with me. I'm with you. Okay, okay. So I, I love him. Team. So he <laughs> has to come on the show too. By the no, way. absolutely. We will work on that. But oh my god, he's so dreamy. I'll but, just say that. <laughs> but I have to say <laughs> that the reason I'm a five is that there's a part of me that thinks their connection is really great. And so if he's not sketchy, I'm fully with you. I'm right. a, I'm a level ten supporter. But because, like, there's something that's freaking me out about him, I'm worried for her, so I'm straight in the middle. I'm a five. Right. And, <laughs> and he's a cop, and being a cop means you're well-trained, and you're in the know, and you're informed, also, and if you wanted to go against somebody, you could, but it also means that you could be incredibly trustworthy and somebody that you want on your team. He's a cop in Rosewood, Hold though. on, though. That's where I was just about to go. Okay. <laughs> All the cops in Rosewood, we always say, are kind of shady, we don't really like them, just kind of, eh. Mm. I feel like he is going to be the one cop in Rosewood that we're actually going to like and will actually be good. I will come in here and bite my words <laughs> yeah. if I'm like, well, does it help you at all? The fact that he's going to church and he's trying to get her involved. And he's, I, he works with little links. Come okay, on. So and he's I, so hot. He's so, so hot. <laughs> I won't take that away from him. I'm just saying that I think um, he's trying to get close to and that's his bottom line goal. So I don't know if that's because he's in the police and he wants to, you know, get into the inner circle and know more so that he can help them at, at the police department, or if he ultimately is something else and, you know, is going to play the other side. Well, we want to know what their ship name is. Alenzo. Yeah, Ooh. that's a good one. All right. Oh, we're starting to ship that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, I really, this show makes me giddy. Um, so, Roxy and I used to do Glee together, so I think we are very familiar, as did Marissa as well, our lovely engineer. Um, but uh, we uh, used to talk about ships so much that I'm so excited that they're, <laughs> like, this show has so many ships as well that it's. And it's okay for us to have ship wars sometimes. <laughs> I yes. know. We could do a special segment. We're totally going to sink her ship. Yeah, we are. Well, I'm all alone. It's not very nice. Two against one. (laughs) It won't be very long, though, because this is me guest hosting. I'll have to come back to sink your ship. Yeah. I know. See what I did? Mm -hmm. Just squeeze a fifth at the table for a moment. (laughs) Um, Before we wrap up and go to news and gossip, I want to talk about um, Mona and Leslie a bit more. And that... Oh. <laughs> Leslie's she's pissed at Mona. I, I mean, felt so bad for angry. Mona. Yeah, she really she sent Mona to do her dirty work, and Mona, no fault of her own, failed. Yeah, and now I I did just with the glasses on tonight. The whole thing. I'm, how on earth Mona has me feeling bad for her? I don't know. Maybe it's just she's a really talented actress, but like I'm feeling bad for her. Yeah, I, I felt am. bad for her for half the episode, and half the episode I was wondering if it was all an act. Mm. I, yeah, I wasn't sure, to be honest, but uh, when Leslie came out so intensely and was so angry. And banging her head on the steering wheel. Right, I was just like, I would be terrified, even if I had done something terrible to this person, it was, she was, it was such a reaction that that's what made me kind of scared for Mona. Hmm. I think that I'm, I believe in Mona and I'm confident in Mona's ability to take care of herself, but the weirdest moment with her tonight was the Spencer moment about the room at the mailbox and the music kind of started playing strangely and she got that look in her eyes and it made me think like Mona still knows something we don't know. Yep. Well, Mona goes away for these periods of time and she always has an excuse why, but I don't think that it's actually true. That's what I will say because she was gone for a few weeks now and then comes back and she seems to know more again. Every every time she kind of comes back there's like something we don't know as the audience, but Mona certainly does. She went to a spa. Spa's code for something. Mm -hmm. I was also gonna say spa, like who goes to a spa for like three three weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. Sign me up. (laughs) That sounds amazing, Mm -hmm. but I I can't think of the last time I heard someone in real life do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Mona's very real life though. No. Real quick, um, Victoria Caitlin said, uh, Maya, totally off topic, sorry, but I just yeah. want to make sure we get this in. Absolutely. Um, because the comments are coming in. Maya is not dead because we never saw her dead body. Yes, I, mm-hmm. we've talked about yeah, that. We have and, talked about that. And that, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think anyone's dead until you literally see their body and it's right. confirmed. We even and saw even then you don't body, know. though. Yeah. <laughs> did, but did we ever really... I feel like we never like really hundred percent saw a dead body. I mean, clearly passed out. Yeah, she was just out. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I need it like ID'd behind the corner and like fully confirmed at this point. Like like in the morgue, (laughs) blue for a couple days. I'm not satisfied unless I'm on set touching the dead body. (laughs) All right, (laughs) we'll take you straight over to set. Get that tested. We're good to go. I know you have the power. I know. It'll be totally fine. Don't worry. Got it under control for you, Roxy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, With that said, I want to briefly, we'll get more into this in predictions, but the fact that these girls in the scenes from next week see that they're Oh, well, actually, let's jump all around. Oh, do it. Uh, um, so, the wig, um, Aria's ri- wig that um, oh, yeah, is, on, ball. is on the tennis ball. Creepy. So creepy. And then they see in the scenes from next week that they are chipped. Like, that's what they're realizing. And that's something we talked about, that we thought that they were totally. definitely chipped. We, we had right. a feeling. Yeah. Just on the tennis ball part, at the top of the episode, Ari is saying, uh, Ari is saying to Spencer, Spencer's, they're having the whole dial Victorian speech or whatever, and she's like, what'd you do with your die? You can't throw away evidence. Mm-hmm. And Aria doesn't answer the question. Yeah. And then we see at the end that A, has the die and is making this wig, what do you think happened? Did Arya put it in his room, her room and A came and got it? Did she toss it? Well, we saw that A is on the prowl for Arya. Like, she, it's definitely she is one who is being focused on this week. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they're all not in some way being tortured. But it felt like Arya was a focus for A. So maybe she did just put it in her room and 
they got it. I don't know. That's a good question. Or maybe we've talked about multi-generational theories on the show. Could her dad have taken it because he's been around? Right. Hmm. That's true. I, I feel like A was always so obsessed with Allison, and we've kind of been concentrating way more on Arya recently. Mm-hmm. What was that shift? Hmm. I don't Interesting. know. Is there a new regime? I don't know. I mean, people have predicted that Ezra is involved. I mean, she's definitely someone who's been at the center of this for a long time. If it was going to be one of the four girls, which I hope it's not in a lot mm-hmm. of ways because that would just upset me so much, I feel like Arya would be the first to pinpoint. In terms of Ezra, though, I think that Arya and Ezra are one of the only couples on this show that are not unanimously, but for the most part, liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some mixed feelings on it, but what I find is that most people really, really love them. Love them. Love them. <laughs> yeah. So I think that if it ended up being Ezra, we'd have some pissed off fans yeah. out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm be definitely a talking point. I feel like it'd be even worse if it was the two of them together, though. I have to say that, yeah, if it's the two of them together, that needs to be... I won't even take flashbacks as an answer. I need a spin-off series explaining how they did. how exactly that (laughs) whole thing... Exactly. I'm like, I I need... I'm sorry. You're so honest. That's how they're going to get a whole other series out of this. Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) I need six more seasons of you and Ezra, how you did this behind the scenes of it all. I won't take just a flashback at the end. Start thinking of titles. All right, I'll work on that. And yeah. also, tweet at me and think of titles for mm-hmm. this lovely spinoff. Fear the Pretty Little Liars. Oh. Stole that from Walking Dead. Love. Oh, I love it all. I, I I really want this now. What a great ship and what a great spinoff. Um, I'm, like, going to sell this to the Come writers. Good. It's good. I'm Do gonna, you, girl. It's going to work out great. That being said, news and gossip, guys. After Buzz TV News. I was going to say, we got a DJ going on tonight here. All right, so Shay Mitchell, I teased this earlier in the show, uh, talked to Seventeen Magazine. She looks absolutely gorgeous on the cover of Seventeen, if you see it on newsstands or get it. Yeah. Um, But she talks about her dream ending in the interview, and she says, In my fantasy world, the girls are all happily running around in a flower field with no no cell phones. Uh, Although (laughs) I don't think that this will happen... Um, I don't think this is really going to happen. Sorry. It's not a chance. <laughs> so adorable, though. Yeah. Well, I just love that it kind of, like, plays into the friendship she has with the girls in real life, I would totally. imagine. And so what her character would say, too. Yeah. Like, it's, it's really awesome. And I was just like, oh, that's kind of, like, I know it's never going to end that way. But how lovely would it be to just, like, at the end, just, like, <laughs> they're, like, in a dream sequence. I'll even take a dream sequence where they're, like, in a field yeah. happily yeah. running. For lack yeah. of better words, fat chance. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You know, girl can dream. <laughs> exactly. And then E! Online, of course, had um, their weekly spoilers. Uh, and they talked about that after the time jump, uh, after episode 10, we have a time jump where they're jumping past college and, and moving on to their adult life, all these girls. And uh, we'll meet, not that there's not enough new characters, but we'll meet two new hotties um, after the time jump. One is named Jordan, and that's a they describe him as a sophisticated guy working in the fashion industry. So we can assume one of the girls will be in fashion. Okay. Which one? Which one? I think it's... Hannah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely Hannah. I was going to say, yeah, probably Hannah. Aria? Oh, so many things. Okay. Yeah. And then you have Liam, who is an editorial assistant at a magazine. And that made me think Aria mm. because photos, magazine, that mm-hmm. seems like a world. Yep. And writer, yeah. she's a writer as well. So yeah. mm-hmm. that felt like an Aria move, if I had to guess. I but agree. I'm excited to see how all these guys end up. And I think we're probably going to still, if I had to predict, um, Hannah and Caleb are still going to be messing about in one way or another after the time jump. People in the chat are still rooting for Spencer and Ren, so... Ooh. Oh! See, we'll Ren, see Ren has moved over to my sketchy list, so I appreciate that you guys <laughs> we, are... We'll we got, start watching New Girl and he'll he'll jump back and uh-huh. he won't be on your sketchy we list anymore. We got a title for you from Corey and Jackson video, Pretty Little Liars, The Bonnie and Clyde Story. Love! <laughs> I love, love, love that! <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing it's cool. so no I like the Bonnie and Clyde story that sounds perfect um, so that being said um, should we jump into predictions your after buzz TV predictions love okay <laughs> so predictions I think I don't know if I have a great one does anyone want to jump in with one 
Well, if not, I will come um, up with one. Okay, so I know we talked about them being tracked um, last episode, and even while Hannah was going to go into the dollhouse, how they should be tracked. They should have put a tracker on her. Some people thought that was a crazy idea. And here we are. They're all tracked. Yes. Which we all thought was going to happen. I think... How long have they been tracked? I feel like they've been tracked since the dollhouse. I think they were all tracked then. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, I feel like now that they know that they're being tracked, I think that they're going to obviously have to get them out somehow. Yeah. But I think that's just going to raise even more questions. I don't know. I don't think it's... I don't know. I really don't have a great production tonight. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, that's fine. I um, I agree that the tracking is going to be an issue. I am a believer, though, that it could actually have been before the dollhouse that they were tracked. Um, oh. I don't know. It, maybe not in the same way. Maybe they were actually able to in, like install the chip in them at the dollhouse. But I feel like they've definitely been under GPS surveillance for longer than that. And what I wonder is the reaction. We've seen Caleb be so overprotective. Toby's in her life. Um, and Ezra's also been there. And what their reaction will be to this tracking. You saw the girls kind of be shocked in the preview, which, I mean, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder how the guys will react. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, you know, I was hoping that somebody in the chat would make a brilliant prediction that I could steal and then turn it as my, <laughs> my own. Um, I've had a little bit of a change of heart. I think that I'm going to have to say, we saw Sarah being followed and whatnot. I think that if she was in this place the whole time, she either is lying about where she was the whole time and pulling in Allison, or she was there and she's part of a bigger scheme and, and wasn't as prisoner the whole time, at least. I hope that we figure out, start to see the good and the bad characters more. I know everyone's kind of in the gray zone on this show, but um, I hope that we get a solution a bit more in, in the coming weeks. And I can't believe we're halfway through the first part of the season, season six. It's ten episodes mm-hmm. uh, this summer. So mm-hmm. end of, you know, episode five. So crazy to think about. But thank you all for <laughs> hanging out. And, you know, obviously you've been amazing in our comment section tonight. Yes, and thank keep, you. And keep tweeting at us. You can tweet AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV. And you can tweet me at Stephanie Wenger. You guys can find me at Roxy Stryer. And again, thank you guys for letting me join. I'm so glad you were able to join us. Yay! (laughs) Uh, You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Heather Joy Smith. All right, and see you all next week with more Pretty Little Liars. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 